Speaking of uh, speaking of new gadgets, by the way, Jared, if you tuned into our last episode, we did hint at some big news, uh, and I don't know if we, I think we might have revealed it, but uh, I have uh, got myself a camper van, yeah, or a van, and I'm slowly but surely converting it into a camper van, and a I'm van excited. That will be a camper van. Congratulations. Exactly. Oh, hold on, hold on. Oh, there shoot. A little quiet, but I can hear you. What? We need to we need to come up with a good name for it. You know, I don't I don't mm. know what to call it yet because it seems like all these all the van lifers I've been learning all of this great stuff from on YouTube. They always have cool names for their vans. Yeah, you know. You also have to learn how to take a picture. Also true. I'm gonna have to teach you how to use your phone. Yep, it's gonna be difficult. Because I do. Speaking of that, you're I want to have get... like ten thousand Instagram followers, and and as soon as on your first after your first trip. It's going to be like your back doors open to a beautiful sunrise. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, speak, speaking of the van and everything, um, oh, where was I? I lost my train of thought when we, were, when we started talking about, oh, uh, uh, pictures. Uh, the thing I was thinking about, Jared, speaking of the, the van life and everything, is uh, I do want to put a little dash thing so I can s- stick my phone up there. And I'm assuming you can, you could probably just use your phone as a camera, right? I mean, you don't like, I see a lot of, a lot of people use like a GoPro and that gets really, really good footage. Like I'm talking about like for like a scenic drive. Do you think if iPhone oh. would work or should you go with a GoPro? Um, well, the thing about the iPhone is, uh, like if, if it's gonna, if you wanted to do, you wanted to, how long do you want the video to be? I think that's the only thing. Because at least in my experience, if you do a long video like we did when we tried to record a podcast in 4K on Don's iPhone that ended up being like you know 200 gigabytes or some mm-hmm. crazy shit, the 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 transferring that to a computer will be pretty difficult. A, a headache, I would say. <laughs> so. Right. Um, and, and I mean, a GoPro is just easier because you can just use a memory card, you know. That's true. And it's and and if you're going to be driving, mm-hmm. you might actually want to be using your phone. So to just have it be using video for Good hours point. might interfere with its normal functions. As of right. I don't know, can you do video well, and I navigation did, at the well, same I d- time? I don't, I don't know. know. Well, as we've talked <laughs> I don't about, think I did get can. that surprise GPS shared. So we don't need to worry mm-hmm. about the navigation. I guess so. I mean, yeah. What are you going to do with this video anyway? You don't, you don't, you don't do anything on social I, media. I, I don't know yet. That's what we'll have to you figure post out. Terrible memes once every six months. I don't even think I'm posting memes anymore. I've, I've just been <laughs> yeah. lurking on social media, basically. So what are you going to do with this video? I don't know. I just, I kind of want it one for myself. But if we can mm. get some good footage, I mean, obviously we can use it for something, maybe. Okay. Listen, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Try your iPhone. But I think a GoPro would be the way to go. Would be the way to go. All right. Well, I'm going to have to. I do still have some money in my van budget, and maybe that might be worth the the money. And if you do the GoPro, theoretically, you can also get a uh, like one of those little suction thingies and stick Mm -hmm. it outside of the car so you're not getting a view of a reflection of a windshield. Oh, that's a good call. Very good call. All right. Well, well, anyways, yeah. So, um, so, so yeah, excited about the van, though. Got some stuff coming in. And uh, hoping to go on some trips around Michigan. So stay tuned, folks, and we'll we'll I'm sure we'll be talking yeah. about it later on on the pod. You're going on the road again. You better believe it. It's due time, Jared. It's it's far overdue, I would say. <laughs> um, are you, is, is, that's for are sure. You, are you getting some sort of tra- travel itch as someone that's usually in a yes. different country every? Yes. Although yeah. I do have I do have somewhat good news. Well, well, we'll see what happens. 
But I think I've mentioned before, I'm hoping to uh, head to Germany in July for a friend's oh, yeah. wedding. Yeah. Um, knocking on some wood, we'll, we'll see. I'm, I'm hopeful he's optimistic. We'll I've find out. I've talked to some people discussing some uh, travel ideas this year. And I'm mm-hmm. like, and, and I've been invited to some of these things. And it's like, I don't even know what to say because it's like, I don't know. It's right. like, I, I don't know. Well, that's what you say. <laughs> I no you say, idea. I don't know. No idea where I'm going to, like, where the pandemic will be in July. I can't commit right. to, a, a par- like, parties and trips to, to exotic locations. I don't know. It's like, I, I don't know. I don't know. Actually, yeah, it's, my parents it's, got the first round of the vaccine today. I saw oh, nice. They, that was cool to see. Nice. My, my dad did as well. So apparently complaining oh, nice. last episode or the episode before, whichever one I was complaining, apparently the Washtenaw County health officials heard heard my complaints or something. <laughs> this because, is why we have a podcast. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> We're saving people's lives. Right. <laughs> speaking, speaking of saving lives, Jared, I was watching a, a video by uh, some YouTubers I really like, um, Abba and Preach. Uh, maybe you've heard of them before. But anyway. Abba the Swedish Abba? Uh, n- no, no, no. ABA. Abba okay. and preach. They they do like I commentary maybe and video Abba reviews. Preach was like Abba. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. No, two two dudes. They're they're awesome. Uh, shout out to those guys. But anyways, they they had an episode about. Um, it was funny. They were talking about. Uh, they were actually talking about like the the manosphere and the red pill and all that stuff, which we did an episode on a little while back. Mm. Um, but what was interesting is they talked about the fact that. Uh, or they talked about, they referenced the comment, it was either a comment or something where someone said, uh, I think it was like, it might have even been a tweet where someone said, um, you know, guys will start a podcast before they before they go to see a therapist or something like that. And I was kind of laughing a little bit about it and cracking up because... Everybody has a podcast. It's right. The, it's what you do. It, that is true. But I, I will say, I mean, I think about you and I, and we've definitely talked about stuff. I feel like in a lot of ways, this is definitely therapeutic. You know, all jokes sure. aside, it kind of is. Sure, sure. Um, so, you know, speaking, I guess we're just, are we going to, I'll put in the, the, the song somewhere. The song has been heard and played at this point. And you guys can also, by the way, follow us on Twitter, untranslatable one, the number one. Spread a little love. And also Instagram apparently will, where Chad will be posting these, uh, exotic pictures of him in his van and, and exotic locations. We still need to come up with a name for that bad boy. Oh yeah. Hit us up. Yep. Chad could post a picture of the van. He won't, but he could. <laughs> and then if he did that, people could comment on that picture with ideas for a name. That's true. Um, these are all great ideas that won't happen. It's all it's uh, all a learning experience, Jared. Or you could follow. Uh, you give, give us five star reviews. You know that's Definitely. always nice. <laughs> we always appreciate that. Um, so, dude. By the way, I we were talking about uh, people trying to travel and and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, no, this this is ridiculous. But um, I have a would you rather on some, if you were to travel, mm-hmm. whose method would you most prefer? Ooh, let's do this. I'm curious. There's the, the Chinese method. There's the Dutch method. And there's the American method. American method. Which one would you like to hear first of those three? I'll well, tell you, you all three. You said of Chinese first, so let's. Uh, all right, let's, let's hear go from through them. it. Mm-hmm. These are just the three, and I'll, I'll go through, and then you can tell me which one you'd prefer. China's anal test for for coronavirus <laughs> upset visitors. <laughs> Beijing. This is from Reuters. Uh, Foreign visitors have been upset by China's anal swab test for COVID nineteen, prompting complaints of inconvenience and even psychological trauma and stroking 
Oh, stoking debate over <laughs> their necessity. Was that Freudian slip right there, Jared? <laughs> a few cities, uh, such as the capital, Beijing, Shanghai, and the uh, port city of Qingdao, Qingdao, require the Czechs... Excuse me? Qingdao. Qingdao, Q-U-I-N-G-G. Yep. Yep. Qingdao. Okay. Qingdao require the Czechs, in addition to nasal or throat swab test for some in, uh, international... Arrivals, state media says. What are anal swabs, you ask? <laughs> the Chinese Center for <laughs> Disease Control says the test is performed with a sterile cotton swab, which looks like a very long earbud that is inserted that's, that's three centimeters to five centimeters. <laughs> that is, uh, yeah, just think of a, a three to five centimeter long AirPod or one to two, one and a half, uh, one point two to two inches. Uh, into the anus before being <laughs> gent- before being gently rotated out. Why anal swabs? Such tests can ensure infections are spotted since coronavirus traces can be detectable in the anus for longer than the respiratory tract, some Chinese doctors told state media. Mm. Well, if you remember that Scrubs episode, they say the answer's in the poo. That is true. They say if you Your have poo any will teach sort of... a lot about you. <laughs> and it's it's a common it's it's uh, it's a rather if I'm not mistaken, common way to get medical information from people. They have like yeah. they say, "Hey, shit in this bag and and give give it to us and we'll tell you what's wrong with you." Yep. That's <laughs> but true. A positive, but a positive positive result does not necessarily mean the person tested can spread the virus as an active trace is unable to replicate or infect others. Can also show positive. Jin uh, Jin Dongyan, a virology professor at the University of Hong Kong Reuters, uh, Hong Kong told Reuters, Uh, and it's for I believe it's for foreigners only as well. Earlier this week, Tokyo complained about the test on some Japanese uh, travelers to China, saying they had caused great psychological pain. South Korean visitors can now submit stool samples instead of uh, Chinese authorities taking them directly. So you could also do that instead, to be fair. Perfect. Just just what I was planning on Choi Young-Sam, a spokesman of the South Korean Foreign Ministry, said on Tuesday. Last month, U.S. media outlet Vice cited a State uh, Department official as saying U.S. diplomats have been subjected to the test. A Chinese Foreign Ministry spokesman said... That, to his knowledge, such tests have not been required on U.S. diplomats in China. I'm sure my boss is glad he got to China before the butt swab became a thing. <laughs> I'll have to ask him. So that's option number one. Mm-hmm. Also from Reuters, by the way. This is proper research I did here. Yep, I see um, that. <laughs> this is the Dutch method. Okay. Scream, not swab. Dutch inventor hopes he can... Uh, he's you discovered scream? Is that a new what you COVID said? test. Scream. Okay. A Dutch inventor ah! has come up. <laughs> a Dutch inventor. <laughs> yeah, dude, I watch the fucking videos, and that's what's happening. You could. I don't oh, know if there's bet. sound that. Uh, oh, there's probably sound that I can play here. I'll oh, play. Oh, please it. play this. I gotta hear Hold this. Hold on one second. Let me. Let me do this so I'm not making a bunch of noise. Anyway, but I'll see, start how, reading. How loud do you have to scream? Oh, let me let me let me read this. Let me read this. Hold on. This is hilarious, the Dutch method. A Dutch inventor has come up with uh, what he hopes could be a potentially faster and easier method to screen for coronavirus infections. Instead of unpleasant nasal swabs, Peter van... Oh, excuse me. Peter van Wies asks participants to step into an uh, airlock uh, cabin and to scream or sing 
<laughs> An industrial air purifier collects all the particles emitted, which are then analyzed for the virus. If you have coronavirus and you are in our infected, in uh, our in our infectious and yelling and screaming, you are spreading tens of thousands of particles which contain coronavirus. Van Vies, Van Vies said. Van Vies, a serial entrepreneur, has st- set up his booth next to a coronavirus testing center on the outskirts of Amsterdam to try his invention out on people who have just been tested. It's always very, it's always very nice to scream when nobody can hear you, though, said Soraya, Soraya Assad. Uh, Assad, I'm sorry, I, I butchered that. 25 who needed proof of a negative coronavirus test for a trip to Spain. Van Vies says that although lots of small particles from the person's clothes and breath are detected, an infectious an infection shows up as a cluster around the size of a of the coronavirus. The process takes about three minutes. The virus is identified by its size using a nanometer scale sizing uh, device. He says the machine as a potential. Uh, he says he sees the machine as a potentially useful screen screening tool at concerts, airport. Oh, I can totally see it at concerts, bro. hundred percent. Some drunken idiots right. going into a concert. Of course, <laughs> I can totally see that. Of course, uh, airport schools. That seems like a fun one too. Offices. Right. I don't know if I want to scream at an, at my office. Uh, spokesman. Well, you know, it's a good way to, you know, to start your day, Jared. Before you go in, you go in the screening yeah. booth real quick. Make sure you don't got the vid, <laughs> and then you keep going. Hey, Jared, are you screaming my name in there? <laughs> I thought I heard you say, fuck Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I don't know what you're talking about. No, I, no, I, was, I was just screaming. a song. I, don't, yeah. right. <laughs> I, was, I was like, no, no. I have no idea what you're talking about. And it's like, oh, man, I hate you. Um, <laughs> spokesman Geert Vesterhuis of the uh, Vesterhuis of the Netherlands National Institute of Health, RIVM, which is not involved in the project, said it is looking at an array of tested strategies. Okay, whatever. Or the final option is the U.S. option, which this is only happening a part of the U.S., Texas, Mississippi, Ohio, Louisiana, which is where my parents live, Louisiana. So good thing that my parents got that freaking vaccine. Uh, the YOLO method. All mm. open, no mass requirements, 100% open, everything 100% cat capacity. The live your life method, as I This is murder method. The freedom <laughs> yeah. method. Yeah, when the, I say free the dumb, don't tread on me method. Right. <laughs> or the free dumb method where where it's spelled F R E E D U M B. Free yeah. dumb. Yeah. Uh I mean, I'll I'll be honest with you, I might take the Dutch method. That sounds like fun. Really? Oh, I can't course. imagine you screaming. I mean I'm not I'm not a yeller or a screamer, but hey. <laughs> you know, we, we can we can try it out. Maybe that'll not chill a- me out before the before the trip a little bit. Not Get a yeller or a screamer. All that pent-up energy, Jared. Mm-hmm. Okay. Pent-up rage from not traveling for almost a year. I, man. You'd go with the Chinese method, I bet you, right? <sighs> it's more accurate. Or, or would you take the Korean modification where, you know, you just... And how, <laughs> how, how does that even work, dude? Just bring... Okay, just bring a stool sample. Sure, let me just... Or do you... How, is there, Maybe you do it in the bathroom at, the, at uh, like the airport that you're at or something. Or and they have like a specific you? That room. would be a smelly plane ride. Or no, you don't take it with you. You do it before you get on the plane. What if you don't have to go? That's your problem. 
That's not their problem. <laughs> You're just <laughs> straight. Then they're like, then they're like, then here's our, you know, five centimeter AirPod. Bend over, then. Right. And they right. say no. It's like, all right, go home. I don't know what to tell you. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Oh man, it's it's crazy. I'm wondering how how traveling will work once more people are vaccinated. Um, some people have been saying that they they predict there will be like a like a vaccine type of passport you could have, uh, mm. but we'll see. I mean, I don't know. Will all countries just well, accept? People do have people do have papers, you know, like right. vaccine papers. I've right. seen them on Instagram and, and Twitter. Oh yeah, yeah. If you yeah, that's that's the newest ultimate social flex. media flex is the vaccine. That's true. If, that if my true. If my dad has an Instagram, if he if he knew anything about social media, he would know that he should be. You better send him that. a text after the podcast <laughs> and tell him to get with it. Hashtag vaccinated. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, no, but he, good good for them though. That's that's good, and we'll we'll get there eventually, slowly but surely. We're working sure. from home. I'm not in a huge rush. It'd be nice, but. You know, there are people that need it Dude. a little bit more than Jared and I do right now. I'd say. I went to a store today, mm-hmm. and the guy—it was like a local local store. The guy behind the counter, and I, and listen, I'm st- still slightly—it's weird, but I, the dude behind the counter didn't have a mask on. It blew my freaking really? mind. The guy working there, why? I don't know. I wasn't going to ask questions, hmm. but I, I I didn't I didn't notice until I was already. There was there was really no one in there. There was only one person in front of me in line, but I didn't notice until I was in line. And honestly, even took it even took a minute to register <laughs> what you were seeing, <laughs> because I like I, you know I was just standing there obviously with my mask on, and I was like something seems odd about that dude. And I was like, Something's oh, I can off. see his face. Right. <laughs> I was like, what? I sh- honestly, I should have left, but there was no one in the store, and I was the next person in line, and I didn't leave. Mm-hmm. But it, and I. I I didn't say anything just because I, I don't I don't do confrontation, but I so wanted to be like uh, I so wanted to be like what's with the uh, what's with the you know the, was, the lack of mask? Were they, it, were they an feels older like, person? No, he was probably around our age. Okay, um, but it seemed it seemed like a I'm not gonna I, I don't know, but it felt like some sort of act of defiance. What else would it be on the freaking door? He doesn't own the place. He's not the owner of the place. I don't imagine that you know of. I don't think so. On the right. door, it says mass required. So right. it's not like, so he's, you know, it's like, uh, so it's not, uh, so if that's why I think mo- it feels like some level of defiance. Although I when feel also- like there are a lot of people like <clears throat> that though. When I was, when I was, when I went to the dealership to pick up the van, there were a lot of people in there that were at yes, their desk dude. and, and, mm. and it's like a cubicle. It's not like a room, you know the, what I mean? The, if it was a shut off room, <clears throat> I would get it a little bit more, but the automotive industry, and I don't mean like the, like people that work at offices, you know, mm-hmm. but I mean like, like, you know, like shops, mechanic shops are the worst, dude. I've been into a couple. I, you know, mm-hmm. my car, I put snow tires on my car. Right. And I had to go to a, I totally, I had to, I stopped going to one because, um, they, they switched over. Like the, the dude, the people that work there didn't wear masks. No one wore masks, mm-hmm. but the people that actually like work behind the counter, they just had like a plexiglass thing in front of the counter. But then, like, that's going like, to do a lot to, to get from, the counter to the the shop area they had to like go from in front of the counter to a door that was in front of the counter and so it's like okay so i i check out but then you go over to where the cars are and you walk right in front of me 
And I'm like, well, it was like, uh, and so What's I. What's the point of that, then? <laughs> and so I went to a different one, and at least the people working there behind the counter were wearing a mask, but you could still see the people working on the cars not. It's it's so it's so frustrating, and I feel like the far the longer we go, I'm start. I feel like people are getting more and more defiant. Yeah, I didn't and, yeah. and like, and I walk by restaurants and stuff, and I'm like, oh, people really just do not do not care. Oh, do you want to hear the? Uh, oh no, let's see if we can. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot about. Uh, oh man, I lost. Uh, no, just not worry about it. I forgot about the scream. Oh, here it is. Oh, Do right. you want to hear it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Dutch scream. All right. Let's see how this goes. Oh, God. <laughs> That's hilarious. And they have like, people locked in the chamber. This person... Is it? Do you think it's sound? Are the walls like soundproofed? I mean, obviously not fully. <laughs> <laughs> I like how they have you this like spreading and yelling. That's I scary. like how they have that like goofy background music going on while yeah. the screams are going on in the background. That's, That's Peter funny. Van Vies. Yeah, um, I, I it looks pretty thick, but I can't imagine that it would be so, like there's there's probably no benefit to it being soundproof you know it has to be locked well, in you're not bothering or... who's outside is is i guess the reason i feel like the europeans are a little yeah. bit more concerned about their neighbors than we are jared if, if we're being honest <laughs> how, how bothering how bothersome could what could someone screaming be? bro can you imagine if you had if you had a bunch of people every day if you lived on every like the, day if you lived on like the third floor of an apartment in your bedroom was uh <laughs> was right outside right outside on the first floor was the screaming booth right. do you think it w- you you could hear it and it would bother you i don't people know are getting tested like seven in the morning and you're you just wake right. up to you're people trying to screaming. sleep and all you hear is just ah! <laughs> 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 yeah I, I don't know it's uh, I, I doubt it i would i right. doubt it yeah I probably think, not but it's probably still. not soundproof but i i still do i i think it's you know, there, there's enough insulation where if you're like a couple floors up, it's not waking you up. Just to, I don't know. Listen, right. I don't know. It could. Yeah. Well, Jared, I think uh, uh, it's time that we spread a little love. Spread a little love. I do have a shout out. Uh, this is a, a great headline and a great story. Uh, it comes from uh, CNN. A Pennsylvania town surprised its UPS driver with a $1,000 gift. Uh, I... A thousand dollar gift. I don't know if it's a gift or a gift card. Thanking him for his hard work during the pandemic. And I mean, if you know anything about what's been going on, I mean, the amount of demand for delivery drivers right now, and just mm-hmm. they've been working their tails off. And it's great to see that this town has, uh, you know, realized this guy's efforts and has thanked him for it. Um, and listen to this, dude. I think he has the best name for a UPS driver. Um, one, because his first name's badass, but two, his last name's pretty perfect for a driver. UPS driver Chad Turns was surprised <laughs> by the residents of Dauphin, Pennsylvania, with a $1,000 gift thanking him for his work during the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, a UPS driver was moved to tears after his customers in Pennsylvania showed their appreciation in a big way. 
Chad Turns. I love that name, dude. That is awesome. Maybe that's <laughs> what I need to name my, my van is Chad Turns. Uh, anyways, Chad Turns delivers for UPS in the small town of Dauphin, Pennsylvania, and is beloved by his customers, said resident Jenny Shickley. As seen in a video posted to Facebook by Adam Adam Shickley, Jenny Shickley's husband, when Turns drove into a parking lot for what he thought was a pickup on Tuesday, he was greeted instead by a dozen residents clapping and yelling, Thank you, Chad. Uh, Turns was so overcome with emotion that he pulled out his handkerchief to wipe his eyes. The whole town has had personal experiences with Chad. Uh, Adam Shickley said he once uh, thought a package was a gift, and there was a picture on the front. My kids were playing outside. Uh, so he waited until his shift was done and came back to make sure they didn't see it. Dang, dude, that's some extra effort right there. Uh, <laughs> Turns is well known for his thoughtfulness and kindness, even after working many long hours during the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, so anyways, uh, and uh, also shout out to the Shickley family because they're the ones who organized the special event after people commented in a group on Facebook about what a good job the delivery driver was doing. And they raised $1,000 for him and gave it to him as a gift. So I think this is a great story, you know, about a community coming together and appreciating someone who clearly has gone above and beyond um, to help out people in the community. Uh, I know he's doing his job, but I would argue he's definitely doing a, uh, definitely a lot more than just the bare minimum. So shout out to you, Mr. Turns. And uh, shout out to uh, also the Shickley family as well for organizing such a great event and showing your appreciation. I think that's an awesome story. It's everyone's turn to do the right thing. And Turns see, has stepped see, up to the plate. See what, see what you did there. See what you did there. Well, Jared, I think we should turn the topic and uh, do what we do best here, Jared, if you happen to know what time it is. It, oh, it, it is now that time. Oh, yeah. The untranslatable owl is never, never late, Jared. Uh, it's time for some untranslatables. Did you, did yeah. you um, go office space baseball bat on your uh, untranslatable clock? Because I haven't heard that. <laughs> I'm back. I'm back. My, uh, I'm back. My, uh, somehow we'll, we'll, we'll fix that. We'll, we'll work around that. I accidentally knocked a, uh, the, <laughs> anyway, um, did you, um, did you do, did you do something to that clock? It's a secret. Okay. Uh, I, I can, Listen, we're, we're not allowed to reveal the secret no of the untranslatable asked. owl. No um, question. It's, it's the it's all it's the all knowing untranslatable owl, Jared. There's well, I'm glad it's living on forever in my uh, soundboard. Exactly, and uh, and I'll get us started today with some untranslatables, which are idioms, proverbs, sayings, axioms that don't always translate on a one to one basis in English. And we are your tried and true untranslatable professionals, uh, certified by the Untranslatable Board of Commission of Excellence, here to bring you some untranslatables. And I will get us started, Jared. With a Chinese untranslatable, we'll see if I can say this one right. I highly doubt it, but that's also the fun of trying out these untranslatables. Here we go. Tanhua, Tanhua Luan Shui, Tanhua Luan Shui. I'm sure I said that wrong, uh, and it stands for uh, the characters read "Heaven flowers, disorder, chaos, or riot, and then fall." So wow. heaven flowers, disorder, fall. That sounds like the lyrics to like a My Chemical Romance song or something. I mean, that is uh, they, they say did model their uh, in Chinese or or the mean uh, the and, translation. And it, the, the translation. Uh, the translation is fl- uh, sorry, heaven, flowers, disorder, fall. 
Heaven flowers, this are flowers. <laughs> yeah, I can totally see that. Sure. Heaven, what is, is I don't, is, is that like there's like some, a beauty to chaos or something? Um, no, let me, let me try to help you because this one is a really difficult one. Uh, Chinese to untranslatables are very difficult. They are. And they always have, this one, I don't know the, uh, the history of it, but a lot of times they do have some interesting historical anecdotes. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Some story. Right. Let me let me help you and actually translate this one closer to um, what it means, and I hope this won't give it away. Um, a mouth like running water is the the closest mm. translation someone they have for it. Gossips a lot. Someone that can't keep a secret. Someone that talks a lot, very loquacious. Doesn't have to be a a bad thing. But what someone... would we what would we call someone? What's a slang term for someone who talks a lot? A chatty Kathy. There's one of them. I was also, uh, I was looking uh, for Chatterbox. <laughs> oh, that works too. What the hell is a Chatterbox, by the way? Chatterbox. It's someone, someone You're or some Chatterbox that, that talks too much. Okay. Mm-hmm. There you go. I thought it, I, I thought it, I, I must be like something though, you know, like a right. thing. Oh, for sure. Um, okay. I have two untranslatables and they're both from Georgia, not the state. Uh, Georgia, by the way, another one of those let me live states because I, I see a video every week of s- clubs and oh really and, uh, you know Bow Wow did a concert not really? just Bow Wow a bunch of people have done concerts How, where, where you don't you, you, where have you been you don't, you haven't seen any of these where Atlanta's just wide open people are living their oh, life oh Atlanta I thought yeah, you were talking Georgia. about the country I thought oh, you were talking oh, about the oh, country oh, oh. that's why I was surprised no I'm not surprised about Atlanta Georgia no. I see okay 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 yeah no 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 I'm not I'm Got talking my about, Georgia's uh, confused there sorry Jared <laughs> I don't know I don't know what the COVID situation is in Georgia the country I do know in Georgia the state they don't seem to be too concerned uh. Georgia, by the way, I don't know how you uh, explain their their characters, but it's it's they're they're gorgeous. Uh, but uh, you know, I also obviously have the translation here for a, a plebe like me. Kalakshi Satsobia, uh, a cork in the city. There's a cork in the city. A cork in the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, something that doesn't matter. It's insignificant. It's more literal than that cork in the city more literal than that it's 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 actually related to when when uh, the city is when what when the city is like quiet a cork what does a cork do it bottles things up so so when a city is under lockdown no no it's a little but it maybe it's under maybe it's uh five o'clock Oh, it's so it's. Oh, does this just mean rush like rush hour traffic? Well, or not rush busy? hour specifically, but a bad traffic jam. Oh, ba- ah, bad traffic jam. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. A cork That's in a the city. One. That's a good one. Okay. Uh, let me give you a, a Portugal Portuguese. I guess that's redundant. Let me give you a Portuguese phrase here. Uh, estar- I don't think it's redundant. I think it's fair to say that because I, there might be I don't know, but there aren't there. There might be more Brazilian Portuguese speakers than Portugal Portuguese speakers. Probably. I just I imagine, imagine that the population is a lot higher and or bigger in Brazil than it is Portugal. I would think so. Yeah. Uh, so this one is estar com os ozetes, which means uh, be with the olive oils. Be with the olive oils. Um. Oh yeah. By the way, 
Brazil's population is 211. Portugal is 10. Million, oh, yeah. So. so I think that that's a safe bet then. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably more Brazilian Portuguese speakers. Um, oh, what about olive oil? Be again? with the olive oils. Is that just like go with the flow? Uh, I would say the opposite. Oh, so on the <laughs> so on Gotta that. do the quick hang loose, you know. But it's the opposite. So someone that's not hanging loose, someone that's stuck up, uptight. Okay, and, and if you're uptight, how would you describe someone's mood? Oily. <laughs> yes, you're getting closer. What don't what doesn't mix with oil? No, I'm leading you down the wrong direction here. Uh, Let me give um, you an example here, Jared. Let me give you an example. So I, got, that's I like, got a good one. Like standoffish. Nope. So nope. Okay. let me. Nope. Slippery, let me. What, well, know. untrustworthy. Well, I mean, stand, untrustworthy. Standoffish. No, no. I wouldn't say untrustworthy. Standoffish. You're getting warmer. Let me give you an example. Uh, so say say we're you know five minutes into our podcast recording, and uh, unlike today, I forget to give you co-host abilities, mm-hmm. and so we stop the recording. And you say, Chad, give me co-host abilities, and of course, like uh, like any good uh, podcasting co-host. I just keep talking and then I forget about it. And then you remind me a couple more times and a couple more times. And eventually, uh, Jared, you're just going to be with the olive oils. Oh, it's like uh, I'm up to here, you know, yeah. irritated, uh, last, angry in a the bad last. Mood. Uh, there's another untranslatable. My last my last straw. Yes, thank you. Last straw. Are you getting on my last nerve? Mm-hmm. But yeah, my I last was nerve. Last yep. straw. Got it up to here with you. <laughs> I like yeah. I oh. like the German one. The uh, Germans will say they have their like their n- nose is full. Ich hab die Nase voll. Mm. That's a good one. Full of what? I think it's just I'm, anger. I'm rage. So I got enough of it. Basically, I think I have a uh, one more Georgian one, and it's Enis Mitana. To bring a tongue to someone. To bring a tongue to someone. Is it to uh, give someone a gift they don't like? Mm, no, it has to do with with saying something. Oh, is it to is it to like talk back to someone or like make like a rude, no rude remark? No. no, you're you're on the right track. It's a negative something negative. Is it to is but, it to but no, gossip about that. someone? You're getting warmer, but still stab no. someone in the back. I'm gonna say you're getting warm even lie, warmer. Lie, just lie about something. Uh, what 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 is what's what's a common problem in in Italian uh, mob movies? I mean, they don't pay up, so they gotta. Go no, it's the snitch. The, the snitch. Oh, oh, it does, is it to snitch on somebody? Yeah, yeah to bring a tongue to someone. Oh, yeah. you know what they say, Jared? Snitches get stitches. <laughs> snitches get stitches. Let yeah. me uh, let me give you one last untranslatable, Jared, and then we can get into our main topic today. This one is. Lo Tang Li, uh, I think. Lo Tang Li, I think. I could be saying that one wrong. Uh, it, and it means, uh, it literally means fall hot water bird, but more accurately uh, translated, it means a chicken falls in soup. Hmm. It's like bad luck. Uh, you're close. You're close. You like you fall in uh, into onto bad times. You're you, you're in if a you sticky fall, situation. If you fall, if you fall into bad times, what did you probably do? Like just generally, what something did you wrong? Do? Okay, what's another way to say I did something wrong? I I I effed up. What's a nicer way to say that if you're around children? This is a family podcast, Jared. <laughs> 
I'm I'm I made a boo boo. No, I I, be- I messed up to mess up yeah, to make a mistake. To make a mistake. There we go to make a mistake. Okay. Yeah, to mess up to make a mistake. Yeah, this just means that it is a person who made a mistake. Can I tell you a time about when my grandmother was trying to be uh, very helpful, mm-hmm. uh, but she made a mistake. Yes, <laughs> please do, please do. So I was sick. I had um I had I had a very sore throat. When I was a kid I was no stranger to a, a strep throat here or there, you know. Mm-hmm. Um and but I, what we I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what it was. I just knew that I, I had trouble I, I my my tonsils were were swollen, you know, or, or not tonsils, but what is it? The lymph nodes were swollen. Yep. You know, I had sort of trouble breathing. I uh I was uh it was just very uncomfortable, sore throat, you know felt like i was you know generally just sick feelings mm-hmm. and um i was in louisiana where, with with my grandma over over some summer when i was uh i was i was i was probably like 16 oh yeah i was doing an internship at with a with a judge in baton rouge and it was the i had just started just started oh talk about terrible uh, timing <laughs> and um it was there was it, so I was felt sick for for a couple of days. I got to the point where I couldn't. It was so bad I couldn't sleep, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was uh, just in bed, just sort of in pain. And I went to my grandma, and I was like, "I have a terrible, terribly sore throat." So she did the classic. By the way, this is going to go. I, I think, I think arguably, arguably one of the most versatile and one of the most, uh, uh, not overrated, but one of the most like. Uh, medical based uh, things in the world mm-hmm. she said she gave she made me some tea uh-huh. with lemon and nice. honey no and ginger said, maybe some ginger too maybe gotta have some ginger in there <laughs> if, you, if you want it to be healthy jared <laughs> and she said here drink this it'll make you feel better mm-hmm. and i said okay uh and i drank it painfully because my throat wasn't my I had a sore throat it was very mm-hmm. painful didn't make me feel better did taste good but did not make me feel better and then so she was like all right we got to step this up we gotta so get she out then, the big guns she then um she then uh warmed up some more water and she put some uh salt in there and she told me to gargle yep. some warm salt water yep and i was like okay grandma and i think you know the problem was it was like one or two in the morning i think she did not want to drive me to the hospital at one or two in the morning which i don't blame her but i was like i think i'm (laughs) very sick and i think i need to go to a doctor immediately she's like no 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 gargle this hot water or warm water Mm -hmm. and it works in in the immediate so as the salt warm salt water is being gargled it's like oh this feels nice and then you spit it (laughs) out it's like okay i'm in pain again and then she said, "Well, all right. Well, here I got I got something for you. How about you take a warm, wet towel and just sort of rest it on your, on neck, your throat, okay. and that'll sort of help with the loosen um, it up." <laughs> <laughs> loosen what up? I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm still trying to think about why. I mean, I I guess I kind of get it, but. Um, uh, so then that didn't work and eventually after all of that I got her to take me to the hospital and it turns out I had mono so that's mono is pretty rough yeah uh, I was in the hospital for like three days I, I believe it mono is pretty yeah. mono can be pretty rough yeah, yeah. it was it was well, not dude, fun you, you know what that story reminds me of though Jared there was kind of a running joke with a lot of my uh, 
we would call it foreign friends, even though they were all Americans. And it was when I was in China, the running joke was always, if you ever don't feel good in China or, or like if you break your arm, uh, if you do anything, you know what the, the best remedy is, Jared? Uh, what's that? You got to drink some hot water. Hot Break water. your arm, drink some hot water. <laughs> Have a headache, hot water. Uh, you, did you ever watch Everybody Hates Chris? Uh, not really, no. Oh, there was a whole joke about Robitussin was was the go-to where it's like, it was the same thing. Break your arm, put some Tussin on it. Uh, yeah. Put some Tussin on it. It was, yeah, Robitussin. But yeah. Well, that's like uh, that's like in the movie My Big Fat Greek Wedding, the the dad or the grandpa or whatever is like with Windex. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which, they, don't use it, they don't use it for illnesses, do they? Yeah. I mean, he was oh, like. Oh, they do? Yeah. Like, you, there's, oh. a, there's a part in the movie where he's like soaking his elbow in some Windex. <laughs> like, it's blue <laughs> liquid. Um, by I've, the way, we I've only not, seen that movie like once. I don't remember that. Well, I've I've only seen it once or twice, but that scene it's just stuck, stuck with, with me because I was just like, "What is this guy doing?" And at first, it didn't register what what the hell is this blue liquid that he's soaking his arm in? And it's supposed to be Windex because he because hmm. he mentions that joke a couple times to, throughout the movie. You know, put some Windex on it. It's like mm-hmm. the, the phrase he says. But uh, but yeah, the hot water thing in China is actually what made me think about today's topic because. I think across different cultures and even even like not only cultures, but across time as well, you know, the way our grandparents or our great grandparents would treat certain things or, or what they believed would help versus, you know, what we use now, and what we know now works and doesn't work. Mm-hmm. It's really fascinating, um, you know, and, and I think the idea of healthcare is not one to one everywhere you go. Uh, sure. Hospitals mm-hmm. aren't aren't that aren't as aren't always super accessible mm-hmm. exactly you figure it out yourself unless you're about to die we got to figure this out <laughs> yeah oh for sure for sure um but yeah it's it's just so crazy though to think about uh and i think the biggest aspect when it comes to different health remedies in different cultures and even different um cultures and also different time periods is that a lot of it is really based on, I think, especially further back in history, just the resources and things you had around you. Mm-hmm. So I think if you look back, like one of my one of my most favorite things, uh, I'm very uh, surprised and a little disappointed you haven't commented on my background today, Jared, because this is a background of a Chinese pharmacy. Mm-hmm. And that was such a cool experience going in there for the first time because... Uh, I've been to a couple different Chinese pharmacies and a couple traditional, like traditional Chinese medicine shops, and just seeing all the different herbs and and stuff, it's really amazing. It makes you wonder, you know, what what kind of stuff are they taking here that we could be missing out on that might have some great health benefits, you know? I, but I, I imagine that there's not a huge usage of um, like like they're not they're not doling out pills like we do here in the United States. Actually, I definitely know for a fact not. they're not. Yeah, definitely not. Uh, no country no, no in the world country does. doles out <laughs> pills like we do, exactly. Yeah. Well, we're also, that's the other weird thing about just healthcare culture in the U.S. It's so funny because you see hundreds of pharmaceutical commercials, and I think, I'm pretty sure we are the only country in the world that actually advertises, legal. yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. where you advertise, you know, talk to your, oh, are you having knee pain? Talk to your doctor about knee 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 uh, laxin or you know whatever whatever the new knee medication exactly thank you <laughs> symptoms and, may involve diarrhea sore throats vomiting and sudden death uh, <laughs> internal bleeding <laughs> right heart and attack yeah. stroke <laughs> but i think some of that also though jared also has some really big cultural 
like cultural footing. What I mean by that is in the U.S., I think we like the idea of having this quick fix. Oh, just give me a pill. And then, mm-hmm. oh, just give me a pill and then problem solved, right? Whereas generally, I think with most health-related things, it's sadly not that simple. You know, a lot of it is because of the, our sedentary lifestyle, more so in the U.S., where we, we sit more, we drive places instead of walking and biking, which, I mean, mm-hmm. sometimes it's just not possible, you know. Um, but I, th- I think that's a really interesting aspect uh, is – and also the things we sell at pharmacies. I'll never forget how the exchange students at my high school would react if they would ever come visit me while I was working at the pharmacy back then because it was in walking distance from school. Mm-hmm. And so – they would walk in the pharmacy and they'd see like a, the the liquor ca- or the whole you know liquor cabinet behind me, and and their eyes would light Some frozen up. Frozen pizzas. Like, right, right, and their <laughs> eyes would light up and they'd say, "How are you selling this? Plus frozen pizzas, plus all this candy and sugar and crap." Uh, I know the pharmacy I we used I never to work about at. That. Right, and the well, pharmacy Grant, we used fair, to work that's at. That's not everywhere in the United States. Right, but a lot of pharmacies are. They're not only pharmacies. It's more like a quote unquote drugstore, right? Where it's sure. Got, your 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 over the counter meds. It's also got your prescriptions generally in the back. Uh, but well, they do a, well, what I'm saying is there's only a number of states that sell booze in uh like in, in pharmacies, right. any sort of store like that. Right. And we're one of the and, lucky. And we are one of them. Yeah. Initially. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you, know, you can pick up your heart meds and a, and a, a nice little handle of some vodka. To <laughs> enjoy I, your like when I was in Pennsylvania, I felt like I was living in like the 1300s or something yeah because it Mm -hmm. was like the the beer store and then the wine and and liquor store and then obviously the grocery store and everything else it's like i gotta go to different stores yeah that's that's crazy i thought i I thought i was i thought i lived in a free country right and it's what i also find really fascinating is i just remember going to it was either when we studied abroad in austria or maybe when i went to germany a couple of summers back but I took, I took, I don't remember if it was ibuprofen or what it was, but something that's pretty basic and over the counter in the US to my cousin in Germany, who uh, apparently they need like a prescription for it because all they'll really give you is like aspirin, I guess, or something. I don't remember exactly what it was, but I just found it interesting that, you know, there are certain things that you can get over the counter in some countries where, you know, they might not be readily available or, or, you know, you might need a special prescription for them. Um, but yeah, I would agree with you though, Jared, as you mentioned, we definitely over prescribe, I would say in the U S um, I, I have my own little home, home remedies. Like I have certain teas that I feel like do something nice. Um, and honestly only because it's called vital roots. There you go. <laughs> give their, like, give their marketing vital. team, give their marketing team an A plus Jared. And it's not just, you know, another reason it's funny that you say that another reason I actually, I actually, another reason why I, I like it here, let me, is because it's not a, um, like, it's not just some sort of, um, you know, large brand, you know, right. it's, it's a, uh, at least I don't think it is. I'm going to laugh um, if you Google it. It's like the number <laughs> one tea brand in the, in the U S. Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah. Bigelow. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, no, I can't see. I can't even Lipton? find it. Uh, oh yeah. Okay. So yeah, no, it's, it's, it, yeah, it's, 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 it's not, it's not, uh, like it's just some small, like some, like a uh, wellness person, you know, that put together their, their mix. I heard well, about that's it from, how, you know, it's legit Jared. Right and there. I was like, and I was like, this stuff is, it, it kind of does feel like I'm, I'm doing something, you know, <laughs> also another, uh, another big one is the, 
is the ginger for sure. You know, a mm-hmm. ginger is a, is yeah. a key. I, I ginger is a game like I'm changer. doing something when I have ginger in my life. Yeah, I, I would agree with that one. Ginger is a great one. You, Lemon. You, you forgot the quintessential Michigan oh, Verner's. staple. Yeah, Verner's. Ginger <laughs> ale, my man. Verner's. I mean, that's not even just a, a Michigan thing. That is a that is for sure a like a common go to ailment. Right. Uh, if your stomach's ale. upset, I mean, yeah, we have some specifically ginger ale. In, in Michigan. It's it's the Verners. Right. But in general, the uh, the the ginger ale is key. We the, need to hit up Verners because we've given them a couple plugs. We need to get that <laughs> Verner sponsorship. I'd wear a Verners T-shirt on the pod if uh, if that's what it takes. That 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 would be <laughs> that would be great. I would love to have just a steady stream of Verners coming into my home. I know, right? Just once Verners, a week, a truck there, just drops up a right? drops off beep, a. Uh, <laughs> beep, you hear the beeping and you run outside. My Verners you know, is back. My Verners run is back. to the window like a like a child. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Exactly. But yeah, it's I, I do think there there are a lot of, I think, universal or maybe not. Maybe universal is the wrong word. Uh, widespread, um, you know, homeopathic ways to help certain ailments. And I think ginger is one of those tea. I think cross culturally in a lot of cultures, they say if you're not feeling well, have some tea. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do think there is something, especially if you have a cold or you're not feeling good, uh, that that warm liquid does help. I don't know what it does. I, I think so. But yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't think it's all. I don't think it's all BS. You know, right? I think there, there, there is, le- there, there is legitimate. There are legitimate benefits to to these things. Um, c- can we just go through some? I just like a list of some. You know, you know, common sort of household. See, see if these have ever been uh, in- introduced in your lifestyle. And obviously, we mentioned. I mentioned the salt water for mm-hmm. a so- sore throat. That is something that has been I've been has been used on me a lot. Sometimes it works. Obviously, if you have mono, it probably won't work. Right. Ginger for nausea. Apparently, I didn't know ginger mm-hmm. was for yep. nausea. Yep. I, I I I okay. That's good to know. I I always I always thought it was like a good. Um, I, I did actually use it because I thought it was a good. Um, and I believe it is. Let me actually know that I read this. Good for like a like a post meal, like as like a uh, digestive. Uh, there we go. Ginger has been used for hundreds of years for its medicinal properties, including helping to calm tummy troubles. Yep. Research, including a study published in 2015, in current opinion is supportive and palliative. Blah blah blah. So is, it, is an effective digestive aid. Most notably by helping to alleviate nausea due to morning sickness during pregnancy. That took a weird turn. I did not expect that. Uh, cool tea for eye bags. Do you, have you heard about that? If you mm-hmm. have like bags under your eyes, you can get old get old tea bags and put them put them on. on really? Your, okay. Yeah, I've heard of that. I've obviously never done that. I, I don't care enough about how I look. <laughs> uh, prunes for constipation. That's a classic, yep. bro. Yep. yep. I, I can't tell you how many times my uh, older family members in the south have pushed prunes on me you want to you want to ramp it up a notch add some black coffee to that combo and (laughs) away you go what if if that black coffee is that i mean that does do the job too but yeah like you you know what they call that in nursing homes jared when when you give the when the patient's constipating you give them uh prunes or prune juice and mm -mm. then some coffee Mm -mm. call that the brown bomber the brown bomber. All right, give 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 Laurel the brown bomber. <laughs> An oatmeal bath for skin ailments. Have you I've heard, heard of that, that one, one before? Yeah. yeah, I've heard that one before for sure. I feel um, like mud is another one. Uh, like mud. It's mm-hmm. interesting the different cultural 
types of like health and wellness and like skincare routines because a lot of places use all sorts of different stuff seaweed yeah. um uh in uh i believe it was germany maybe i saw that they were using snail no it was japan they were using snails on people's faces apparently the slime oh, no. the snails secrete is somehow Before, good for your face oh i can't remember what it's called but before uh the pandemic i would go to a um like a was it is it russian no, i can't even remember what the place is called now um no i think it's jewish actually oh yeah Schwitz. it is jewish i would go to a oh, bath the sauna house. right or yeah, yeah. bathhouse. Mm-hmm. and um yeah they'd have saunas and stuff and um one of the things that they would do i can't remember um i can't remember what 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 it was called or what what the leaf was but they would take like these large leaves that oh, they, they would smack have, you like, with tied, them right yeah and they smack you on the back that is them. a russian thing though too i think well, it's 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 a it's like a I don't know who originated it, but it's like it's a popular like sauna thing you do right. in saunas in general. Makes sense. And the Russians are uh, like the like the Jewish community are also popular for their bathhouses. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I can't remember what it is, but uh, that's another one. And I always wonder what that was. People say it's very refreshing. <laughs> I guess I don't know. We should we should try it out, and we can take out our aggression on each other. Uh, another one is cranberry juice. That's a classic, bro. Yep. yep. I love cranberry juice. They oh, say I it's good too. for for UTIs. Yep. Uh, they also when I, I used to drink a lot of cranberry juice in college, where people always make jokes and ask me if I had a UTI. Um, <laughs> they also they, it's also a uh, <laughs> a a common uh, commonly used for like people that are trying to like pass a drug test. You know, it's like the the cranberry juice is. Oh, I think it's because it's a it's a diuretic. I think that's why. Yep. And so I think similar to like a tea or like a uh, something like that. I think it's it's the I don't even really know what a you know that's the funny thing about about these home remedies. I don't even really know what a diuretic is. It, what is it? It just makes you pee, doesn't it? I think okay, I think that is what it is. I think that is what it is. I'm pretty sure, um, yeah. Um and so cranberry juice uh like teas. And it's good for your I think and kidneys coffee. and bladder, isn't it? Cranberry juice? Yeah, yes, I it is. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, cranberry juice is unlikely. Uh, oh, okay. Let's see. Has been shown to reduce. Uh, has been shown to. Uh, sorry, I just dropped it in the middle of a sent- in the middle of a paragraph. Cranberry juice has been shown to reduce how well the bacteria stick to the lining cells of the bladder. Uh, oh, this is for like UTI stuff, or I don't know. Yeah, because um, in women with uh, recurrent in- uh, infections, however. Uh, have been even so is unlikely to cause harm might reduce bladder infections and could be used in conjunction with other strategies your healthcare provide yeah so yeah you're right honey for coughs honey is also great for allergies local honey specifically Mm -hmm. and if you go to uh, a fancy wellness store there's a couple around here in ferndale honey gets expensive real fast oh yeah yeah you can get like a jar of honey like like you know no one teeny tiny jar but like i'm showing a small jar with my hands for like you know 40 bucks and it's like jesus honey so honey's good for coughs it's good for uh and it's good for definitely good for allergies too local honey right uh another one is uh uh aloe you know this aloe over here you can see it there's these these sucks these suckies are aloes Mm -hmm. and i've gotten burns and if you just snip off an end of it and you squeeze out the there's like it's like goo in the middle and you rub it on there that shit works better than anything really? i've used for a burn in my life 
Okay. Yes, it is legitimately effective, and uh, and and you just you just spread the goo on and just let it sit there for a bit, and it immediately takes away the uh, the um, like the sort of that that pain that mm-hmm. that pain you get from a burn. Also and works really good with sunburns. Same concept, yep, exactly. Yep, well, yeah. there you go. It's shocking that you're so surprised, and then you're about, and then right after you say it works good for burns. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, uh, oh, yeah, this is a classic one: the chicken soup for, oh, for, yep, for cold. Cold, but I think yep. that just goes along with um, with your with your idea of um, of the hot of the hot beverages, you know. Yep. yep. Um, that's all I have, really. You know, there are a bunch of other ones. Apparently, apples are good for cleaning teeth. I didn't know that. Did you know oh, that? Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Do you, well, with, do you, with apples, you can... Uh, it's actually not only teeth. Apples are actually good for your gums. That's oh, really, I think, what... Yeah, I mean, you do the, have to have strong teeth to eat apples. Like, apples right? are not for the weak teeth. Weak also, really good if you, if you are... If, uh, I doubt that our listeners are this age demographic, but if you have a uh, loose tooth and you're having some difficulties, uh, you mm. could try to eat an apple, but you have to be careful you don't swallow the tooth. Um, what I do is I tie the tooth to a string and then tie that string and to slam a, the door to a V8 powered machine. There we go to my Crown Vic. And we just <laughs> zoom off into the sunset. Um, but yeah, I, I well, have. Do you, I, I have do a you couple. Take any- Go ahead. Go ahead, please. I was gonna say, do you, let's say one quick question. Do you take any sort of in the, uh, like a pills? Um, do I take any, well, I take a multivitamin, uh, occasionally, occasionally during like allergy season, if my allergies are bad and I'm going to knock on wood, that's our superstition here in America as well. Yeah, but that's like a, that's like a big pharma pill. I didn't mean that kind of pill. I I meant, I meant like a multivitamin kind of thing. Yeah, I take a multivitamin and, and that's really it, man. I don't take any other medications. I'm very lucky. I used to take multivitamins, but really only because I got them for free. I don't, mm-hmm. but now I, I take a vitamin D every day uh, is, is the new one that I do. But that's what they say. They say vitamin D is crucial during mm-hmm. these COVID times. And just in general, it's well, good for you. Actually, Jared, I've seen I've seen uh, some articles lately <laughs> that have been saying God that vitamin it. D might. They they did a study. I don't remember if it was in Australia or New Zealand, but they did a study somewhere that basically said like the the vitamin D didn't make that, that big of a difference. But you know, I could be wrong about that. Don't take you know. <laughs> I'm okay, not a doctor, okay. Well, that, I'm actually but, okay with that because it's still it's not it's still a it's I think it's still a good you. vitamin I mean, to yeah, take. It is. It, it is. is. Okay. Okay. I thought you were going to say like it had like negative effects on. No. No. On, no. 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 <laughs> vitamin D worse. is actually one of the better ones to take <laughs> for sure. Uh. So yeah. It's. I mean, it's good to take in general. In spite of. Right. I don't. I didn't take. I don't take it specifically to like in in case I get COVID. Right. But uh, well, not, I don't even know why. Like I don't know why. I don't know why I took I took the multivitamin that I. Took. I don't know right. why I take vitamin D. I just do, you know. Right. I, I I've taken uh, fish oil pills before mm-hmm. for for yep. a moment for a bit in time and just kind of stopped, you know. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a lot of supplements and other other stuff like that out there, um, and it can be it can be tricky to didn't decide what to take, you need and what you don't need. Yeah. Didn't she used to take um something Steroids? for your no. for your nails when you were yeah. when you did yeah. uh, guitar more seriously. But, uh, uh, biotin, biotin, yeah, yep. and, and you would have for super, hair and nails. Super, yeah, the hair and nails one. That's well, what it is. Well, yeah. it clearly, I guess that biotin, Jared. I must have been somehow taking too much of it or something because my nails are still rock solid. Re- yeah, still really good. You I mean, they some, rarely. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's nice. Some, uh, I can play uh, Wolverine esque. That's nails. right. <laughs> that's right. Adamantium nails, Jared. I think that's what the 
the stuff is that Wolverine is made out of. Um, but yeah, speaking Biotin. of uh, uh, crazy medical procedures, though, Jared, since we're talking about Wolverine, I want to talk about some old fashioned things that people have done throughout history. And some of these we still do to this day. Uh, and some some of these might surprise you as well, Jared. Um, so here here's kind of an interesting one. So back in the day, Cocaine. In ancient Egypt, well, yes, they did used to use cocaine and heroin and all do. sorts of stuff. Uh, I mean, I remember seeing a picture of this old-timey medicine bottle from the 1800s, and you saw the list of ingredients, and it was like heroin, cocaine. Like, mm-hmm. It was like all these crazy like, Oh, yeah, that's, that's my kind of medicine. Right, right. And that was like your, your go-to-sleep medication for the night or something. Well, I guess if it has some of that, it might keep you up. But anyways, here's an interesting one, Jared. Uh, this comes from ancient Egypt. Um, and I, I don't know if you know this, but the interesting thing about ancient Egypt is uh, historians have, you know, have kind of figured out that they actually had a pretty well organized and fairly advanced medical system for for the time. Uh, and actually, yeah. I don't know if you know this, but in Egypt, they actually had a specific doctor for specific body parts, which I think is really great. Like if you think about it, you know, you have a like an eye specialist, a nose specialist, an ear specialist, because the, uh, that, the, was, that was revolutionary at the time. I would say so, yeah. I, I mean, I mean, I'm just asking. I, 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 I think so. I okay. think so. I don't know. I, obviously, it's not now, but I could imagine right. back then it, it could certainly be revolutionary. Exactly. Well, and I mean, if you just think about how com- uh, complicated uh, and fascinating the human body is to try to be an expert on the whole human body, I don't know if it's possible. <laughs> right. You know? Right. There's um, no there's way you so could, you could keep, know. There's right. no way you could like keep up to date on the on every you know every part of the body. Exactly. Um, you know. Exactly. It's too much but, information. But anyways, with these uh, Egyptian doctors, uh, they had a lot of sp- uh, specialized healing ailments, right? And so a lot of these, the cures were kind of fascinating, Jared. So just to give you, and uh, if you are, if anyone listening right now, if you're about to eat or you're eating, you might want to uh, flash forward or do something because this is a little gross. Uh, so what they used to use back in the day in Egypt, Jared, is they would use lizard blood, dead mice, mud and moldy bread as topical ointments and dressings uh and uh women were and this is an interesting one and this is according to history.com women were sometimes dosed with horse saliva as a cure for an impaired libido hmm i don't know how do they figure that out i'm not sure (laughs) i'm not sure what their uh justification was but if you want something even grosser though jared uh, most disgusting. I, I, of all, I wonder how much you'd have to drink. Is it like a right. like a, a shot, like like a you know like when you do the, the 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 liquid medications and you get the little cap, or is it like a chug down the? If it's if it's saliva, it might be a topical ointment, maybe. Maybe I I mm. don't know. I'm not sure. But listen to this, Jared. Where would most you put disgusting. It? Because you we're said it's not for gonna, we're, we're not going to get into that, Jared. I think you can figure out where you're going to put it. Uh, most disgusting of all, though, Jared, Egyptian physicians used human and animal excrement as mm. a cure-all remedy for diseases and injuries. So who needs Windex, Jared? Let's just use some poop. According to 1500 BC, Ebers papyrus... Uh, donkey, dog, gazelle, and fly dung were all celebrated for their healing properties and their ability to, here you go, Jared, to ward off bad spirits. While these repugnant remedies may have occasionally led to tetanus and other infections, they probably weren't entirely ineffective. Research shows the microflora found in some types of animal dung do contain antibiotic substances. So hmm. that's kind of fascinating, isn't it? Okay. Uh, okay. 
that seems risky, but okay. Right. You know, I actually have I have one. Can I give you one? Of course. Uh, I I was in I was uh, when I was uh, working at a previous job. My 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 boss was uh, had Italian roots, and I was super super sick. This was these were the days when sickness didn't stop you from going to work they especially at that job they, they were like are you dead okay well then you should probably be here right. but um my boss brought in a uh, some what he claimed he you know his family was italian he has italian roots what he claimed was some sort of uh, italian concoction that he tr- takes a shot of every morning Uh-oh. but especially when he has some sort of sickness and it'll knock it out. And I can't even tell you exactly what was in this thing, but I'll tell you it had like a whole se- certain seasonings. Did you it take had it? Did pickle you try juice. It? I took a. I don't think I took enough. I mean, who knows how much is enough? <laughs> I didn't take as much as he would take, dude. It tasted repulsive. It was I'm very sure strong. It, it had like a vinegar, fr- strong vinegary taste. But it, maybe but there it was had, some apple cider vinegar in there. There was definitely a, some sort of vinegar in there. Okay. There was definitely, I believe, some sort of Which pickle vinegar juice or is something. Used as a as a cleaning agent as well, though, Jared. So I mean, I understand why vinegar would be in there. There was right. also like seized, various seasonings. Like there was mm-hmm. probably like. Uh, and there was like probably ginger in there as well, probably some lemon juice. It was like a giant, mm-hmm. and it came in like um like a a large refillable like nondescript bottle. <laughs> oh, that's always good. That's always. And he's essentially just like take as much of this as you can. And um, I I don't know if it did anything to me. You should you should have taken it as the as the chug challenge and just chugged it all. I'm you weak. Felt amazing, I'm so Jared. weak. I I can't throw. I'd I'd be throwing up at work at a hey maybe con, that would have made you table. feel better. <laughs> maybe that would have made you feel better. Maybe that's Dude, why it works, Jared. That would have been hilarious. I'm right. at a conference table in at work. <laughs> oh wow! Afterwards, I feel, oh, I feel great. Right? <laughs> thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would never be know. hilarious he's right. like i told you you're welcome see yeah exactly <laughs> exactly uh one of my favorite one of my absolute favorite uh health remedies that i heard while i was living in uh homotov shout out to my uh homotovies my my homotov <laughs> homies uh shout out they uh a big one that i heard throughout the czech republic was have some slivovica which mm. is a plum brandy Mm-hmm. So, so basically, you know, you feel a cold coming on, just have a shot of Slivovica before that's bed. That's a classic. Uh, that's actually, mm-hmm. I'm surprised we haven't gotten to that. Like, booze is a classic cure for stuff. Oh, for a stuff. huge like, one for you know, babies numerous with cultures. Their, or not the even teething. just babies, but if you have mouth or like uh, gum pains or tooth pains, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you, you, t- you know, rub some some booze on it right. is a popular one. Also, you have just some like, psychological issues or some uh, life trauma. Mm-hmm. Little booze will help with that. Or if you're hungover, <laughs> the best cure for a hangover is mm-hmm. more booze. You know what's crazy, Jared? I don't know if you remember this, but when we were in Austria, there they were having some issues, I guess, with like counterfeit. I think it was vodka. And what was happening was oh, people I, were I, using the wrong type of alcohol. There's ethyl and ethanol, right? I think they're the two, those something are like uh, that. something like that. They were using the wrong one, and it actually, it turns out our teacher explained to us the only way you can actually help someone who's drank the incorrect type of alcohol is to pee actually pee in their mouth. Yes, and then after you do that, that neutralizes you. You, the, uh, <laughs> you give them, uh, you give them a really strong, uh, like drinking alcohol. You know, really strong. 
and yeah, and that's how they cure it. Yeah, I'm I'm dead serious. Okay. If, if they cure it in Good time, because if you drink the wrong type of alcohol, it can cause blindness. It can kill you. Uh, sure. It's really dangerous. Sure. Um, so be careful if someone's offering you moonshine and also, you're not sure. <laughs> booze is is a is a classic in in movies, especially a classic. Uh, uh, what do you call it when you, disinfectant? So like yep. if you're if you get shot, if you mm-hmm. get stabbed. You just pour some vodka over it or some whiskey over it, and then you go, and then you wrap it up. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Here, here's an interesting um, older uh, remedy for uh, health, Jared, mercury. So nowadays Mm-mm. we know of mercury for its toxic <laughs> properties, <laughs> but believe it or not, it used to be used as a common elixir and used as topical medicine. The ancient Persians... That seems like a bad idea. Yep. The ancient Persians and Greeks considered it a useful ointment, and second century China, uh, Chinese alchemists prized liquid mer- mercury or quicksilver and red mercury sulfide for their supposed ability to... Inc- here's the irony. To increase lifespan and vitality. <laughs> Some healers even promised that by consuming noxious brews containing poisonous mercury sulfur and arsenic their patients would gain eternal life well they do but they die that's the eternal life they gain i guess if you believe in the afterlife and the ability to walk on water one of the most famous casualties of this diet was the chinese emperor uh chin shi huang who supposedly died after ingesting mercury pills uh designed to make him immortal did you also know Mm-hmm. Mercury was the remedy chosen for syphilis in Protestant yep. Europe. Oh, yep. you did? All right. I didn't know that. I well, I, I only know that because I have that pulled up here as one of the other things they used uh, okay. for mercury. But but yeah, there is an interesting one. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't want, I don't certainly, I don't want mercury on my skin at all, but I certainly don't want it down there. Oh, but yeah. No. I, I wouldn't, yeah. No, no, thank you oh, for sure. No. Yeah. Here, here are a couple other, here are some old fashioned remedies, though, Jared, that are actually still used today. This one really surprised me, Jared. It uh, didn't surprise me in terms of old-timey, because we've definitely heard of this before, but leeches. So believe mm-hmm. it or not, leeches have been used for over 3,000 years uh, since the days of the early Egyptians to treat many nervous system abnormalities. Leech therapy is used now because leeches aren't expensive and they're, uh, and they're simple to use. Uh, they're used in plastic surgery and after microsurgery. Combined with an antibiotic, the leeches secrete anticoagulants anticoagulant molecules basically to prevent against blood clots that enhance circulation and promote wound healing so there you go that's that's something new for me jared i was not aware of that that they still use leeches uh you know i used to always think of this as this old timey type of thing but yeah uh another one anything is there anything wrong with it besides for the fact that it's antiquated like we have technologies now that can do it without live and things or well, like is there a well, it danger sounds like i don't know if we do have have if we're still using leeches jared i don't think but we're we not do using leeches like if you were to go to the hospital they wouldn't right let's say bring out the leeches depends why you're there i, I don't know you might have you to think, go into so the hospital and me, ask you're ask telling me the local hospital treatment. down the street probably <laughs> probably has not. has leeches ready to go probably if, not. if anyone needs it <laughs> i doubt it I, I, yeah I like no how, we can just do that with a pill right yeah i have no idea how how 
often it's still used. Mm. Uh, no idea. All right, this next one. This next one doesn't really surprise me. Uh, penicillin discovered in 1928. This drug revolutionized the treatment of infection and also sparked a 100-year history of developing new and useful antibiotics. Originally uh, discovered pr- from uh, penicil- penicillium mold that naturally produces penicillin, the drug grew in popularity at the end of World War II since sulfa was in short supply and sometimes harmful, which leads me to sulfa Jared number three, which was introduced in 1935 by Gerhard uh, Domacht. Uh, sulfa or uh, sulfonamides, sulfonamides uh, were the first compounds shown to effectively treat infections. A chemical was added to sulfa as a part of the uh, production process in the late 1930s, uh, killing dozens of children and adults across the United States and across the world. This prompted the federal government to amend the law in 1938 to require that all drugs be proven safe before marketing. Um, so there you go. Um, uh, this one, Jared, this is, uh, do you know what they refer to as the wonder drug? Um, no. Aspirin. Marketed since 1899 for pain relief, this medicine has often been referred to as a wonder drug for its abilities to be used in a variety of situations. Aspirin has an effect on inflammation, and also the aggregation or stickiness of blood platelets. This makes it a great agent for thinning blood in various situations where blood clotting is a problem, such as heart attacks or blood clots in the legs. However, using this medicine in children was shown to be a problem and cause a variety of adverse effects, which is why we see Tylenol commonly used for children uh, uh, for some of the same uses as aspirin. Um, so, so there you go. So there's just a couple of them. I did not realize that some of these, well, uh, I guess obviously leeches is, is, is pretty clear that it's old, but, um, you know, aspirin, I had no idea that, you know, this was something that was going around during the turn of the century, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty crazy stuff. Uh, are there any, any kind of medical, did you ever have any, any encounters when you were abroad, Jared, or, or on your travels to go abroad? where you were kind of struck by either, you know, what you might have to do or, or the medicine that some people take in certain countries? No. I, I mean, I was certainly nervous about getting sick when I was in Tanzania. You know, the water was mm-hmm. a concern. Um, there, there was one time, I think, I, I, had, I don't know if it was a close call or if it even really mattered, but there was one time without thinking that, you know, I, like, use the, the sink to clean my toothbrush and brush my mm-hmm. teeth. I don't think that's enough water to really do anything. But, like, I was certainly concerned about that. I have, I did go to the hospital when we studied abroad in Austria. I had an inner ear infection. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, it was, it was normal. It was like going to, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't, it was weird because it was, like, one in the morning. I don't know why. I need to get sick during the day. I always, I just realized <laughs> the two hospital situations I talked about, I, I literally went, at like, sometime in the middle of the night or whatever. Right. Um, but, um. But yeah, it, it was it was normal, you know. It, it wasn't it wasn't anything. It, it was actually no, it was, it was normal. I yeah. All right. Well, let me let me give you a couple. Let's play let's play doctor and patient here, Jared. I'm going to be your doctor, and uh, I'm going to describe the symptoms. You come into my office, and I'm going to offer you a treatment, Jared. And I want you to tell me if you would be willing to try this treatment or not. Are you ready? Okay. All right, Jared. You come into my office with a cough and cold. You know you're not feeling very good. Uh, you feel a little bit uh, congested, and uh, and and you know, so so you come into my office, and uh, by the way, 
Um, I am working in my traditional Chinese pharmacy. As you can see on my background, if you're watching us on YouTube, Untranslatable Podcast on YouTube. Uh, so I you can't come ask in, for Percocet? Uh, you cannot. Not in my okay. pharmacy, Jared. Uh, not in my pharmacy. And what so about you Vicodin? come in. Uh, nope. You come in. Fentanyl? Uh, also, no. You come in. I'm giving you traditional Chinese medicine here, Jared. I don't even know. I don't, you even, come I don't in. even know. Well, well, here, let me give you the treatment. I'm just so I'm so just you come kidding. in and you, you have a cold. You have some tightness of the chest, maybe maybe runny nose, some sniffles. You know what, Jared? I, I have just the, the thing to solve your problem, Jared. How about I give you some geckos? Uh, I'm going to give you these geckos, Jared, give you a simple pinch of some dried gecko, some dried lizard to help uh, by nourishing your kidneys and strengthen your lungs. And by doing that, your cough will be gone in no time and you'll be feeling much better. What do you think, Jared? Are you going to uh, have some uh, tasty dried gecko to help you overcome your cold? What do you think? So uh, the the remedies to eat a dried gecko or pieces of, is it, is it in powder, is a powder form? Now that's the only negative thing is they don't tell me how they how they uh, administer the traditional Chinese medicine, just what is used. So I'll let you use your imagination, Jared. You know what? You can do what you want with your with your dried gecko. Um, I I wouldn't I wouldn't just uh, oh yeah you can oh yeah sorry I'm just, I just want to see what it looks like like how mm-hmm. does it I just want to see what the the form that it comes in. I don't have a problem with it. I'm ugh. God damn it. <laughs> now you Ugh. saw the picture and you're second guessing yourself, aren't I sh- you? I just shouldn't have gone to Google Images. That's you not what I'm. Have. <laughs> that was a bad idea. You shouldn't have. You definitely shouldn't have. I agree with that. Uh, well, Jared, you too late. I you wouldn't, already said I wouldn't you'd crunch. Try it, so. I wouldn't I will. I wouldn't okay. crunch down on a full gecko that's just been dried out. But in powder form or something. Maybe you can mm-hmm. mix it up with with some tea or something. <laughs> okay i'd be down to do that and just so you know jared and why case, geckos uh, though i i don't know i need more information i to don't be know with you. but you know just in case uh just in case jared um if you're having any uh, uh bedroom problems the gecko will also help you with that according to what i'm reading right here oh it's good um, for for vi- vi- vitality yep, i guess or yeah oh, okay give, give you a little extra oomph uh, i'll let your imagination <laughs> do the rest there uh, all right jared hold on <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I saw a live gecko. It's almost worse. Right. That, they do look. They look nothing. Well, they do kind of look like the uh, gecko one, except they're not green. Right. In the eyes. Ugh. Right. All right, Jared. Jesus. So I'm glad we Disgusting. solved your cold. But Thanks. a week later, you come back to my office, and you come in and you say, "Doctor Chad, I'm really not feeling very good. Um, I think it's something with my kidney and my liver." And I, I look through my drawers in my my uh, traditional Chinese medicine pharmacy here, and I, go, I you think it's something mm-hmm. with my kidney and my liver. That's right. You walk in, and and I say, well, I you would know what? never say that, by the way. <laughs> well, well, you you do in this scenario here, Jared. So okay. just roll with it. Uh, my kidney and, hurts, <laughs> and I and I decide, you know what, Jared, we're gonna I'm gonna give you some some cordyceps as they as known, and that should be a, that'd be like sounds like a cool rap song right there, cordyceps. Molly, cordyceps. Anyways, uh, cordyceps uh, in the scientific community, also known as worm grass, is a fungus Ugh. that starts its life as a little spore infecting the backs of moth caterpillars that live high up in the mountains of some parts in China. Once the unsuspecting caterpillars die, the fearsome fungus grows out of the host's bodies in the form of stringy alien-like fingers. 
Thankfully, the infectious properties of the fungus don't affect humans. Cordyceps is known to help with kidney and liver problems, and some athletes use it to boost performance. New research is even showing activity against cancer cells that could reduce the size of tumors, particularly in lung and skin cancers. What do you think, uh, uh, patient Jared? Are you going to take my warm grass prescription? No? No. All right. All right. Well, you know what, Jared? You I, come I want in. drugs. I want real drugs. I'm an American. Well, I Jared. Give me pills. You've, you've come to the wrong <laughs> pharmacy. Well, Jared, it's 20 years down the road, and you come in, and you come in, and you say, Dr. Chad, I forgot why I'm in here. <laughs> and I ask you, Jared, I say, well, do you have some symptoms? Is, is everything all right? You say, Dr. Chad, I, I, I forgot who I am. Mm. And I say, is this an existential crisis? What's going on? And then yeah. I look at your, I, your Xanax. I look at your your medication bracelet, you know that little fancy thing there, <laughs> and uh, and I see oh you you are a patient of Alzheimer's. Mm. Well, Jared, let me help you with your Alzheimer's and give you some sea stars or some starfish. Um, and so uh, apparently these sea stars are known for potent anti-inflammatory properties with inflammation linked to many ailments such as arthritis, diabetes, heart disease, IBS, irritable bowel syndrome, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, allergies, asthma, and even cancer. It's easy to see how an in- ingredient with anti-inflammatory effects would be sought after. Uh, the effects are even being explored in Western medicine. Uh, there, the slimy goo of a particularly sea star is being uh, investigated for its application for treating inflammation-related illnesses. What this do you is think, gross. Jared? Will this you take is all it? Gross. Sure. It's pretty crazy, yeah, isn't it? I'll, I'll eat a starfish. Okay. Well, I think I think it's I think it's the goo. I think the starfish. Oh, come on, starfish goo. I think it's already gross enough. But it's like no, no, no. It's the goo, <laughs> right? Uh, all right, I'll, I'll Speaking give of you the words l- that aren't gross but sound gross. Goo. No kidding. No kidding. How many of these? Are you have you know, to do this for forever? Yes, gonna- this episode is going to be a five-hour long <clears throat> uh, traditional Chinese medicine extravaganza. No, Jared. Here's my last one for you. Last one. You come in, and uh, and you say, you know what, doctor. I'm, I'm, I'm working out and I'm feeling a bit sluggish. Uh, was talking to my lady and uh, she hasn't been too impressed with my performance in the last mm. couple of weeks. And, dick uh, pills. I'm going to go to the ga- gas station and get some dick pills. That's right. That's right. Get that. Get those blue pills. I see. You know what, Jared? Save your money. You don't need those blue pills. I have something really fancy for you that will help you with all your problems and also help your kidneys out as well. Let me give you some seahorses, Jared. What do you, you think? What? Are you are you going to take my I'm, seahorses? I'm jumping over the counter and I'm strangling you. <laughs> <laughs> so no seahorses, just a murder Give me charge. I'll take it. The pills, <laughs> <laughs> right? And that and that sea right there, horse. Jared. Yeah, yeah. I, I and I I wonder. I gotta imagine that they can grind these down to or right. put it in I'm a sure pill it's dried or something. Or, right. I'm sure. I'm sure it is. But who? Like I wonder how they figured out a lot of these things, or or where these mm. theories come from. Like who looked at a seahorse and was like, you know what? Uh, I haven't I haven't been able to uh, rise to the occasion with my lady lately. I'm gonna try to grind up, dry and grind up some seahorses. Like it's to me, it just yeah. seems so. I don't random. know if that's it. Probably didn't work like that. Maybe well, someone ate a seahorse and they're like, wow, I, I'm. I'm. <laughs> <laughs> feeling good <laughs> right what's what what's this right what is this <laughs> kids go in the other room your mother and i have some business to attend to yeah hey leave the seahorse that's for us yep yep uh, uh, jimmy don't, don't be you touch seahorse. that seahorse that's still you're 18 and older jimmy 18 and older <laughs> yeah you gotta hide the seahorse exactly <laughs> and put it and on that's the special what you're gonna shelf do with your wife, way up high on the cabinet the seahorse 
That's <laughs> <laughs> Did we just come up with a new uh um Yeah. I like that. Hide the, hide the seahorse. There you go, Jared. I think that needs to be a new drop right there. I don't know when we would use that. Hide the seahorse. I, who knows? <laughs> when you're doing something, when you're doing something naughty, Jared, and you don't want people to know about it, that's that's mm. that's when you do it. All right, I got one last thing though about health, Jared, because I think it's so important to mention this. And uh, this was something you're, that was the, the new way, for me. The way you use your one last thing. It, well, that you, was my one last Chinese traditional medicine okay. thing, Jared. You really let's, let's be specific. The limits on this whole one last. You do it all the time. One I last am. thing. Well, one last thing. Well, Jared, you can't do you know, this to people. You know, this is I, terrible. People, I, people hate that. I bought, I bought the shirt, Jared, that says "Stretch the limits," and I intend to do mm. that, Jared. Yeah, so that's what we're clearly. doing. Clearly, please, that's what we're doing. Please, Chad. L- last health-related thing for today, Jared. Have you heard of Ayurveda? No. So Ayurveda is a natural system of medicine which originated in India more than 3,000 years ago. The term Ayurveda uh, derived from the Sanskrit words Ayur, life, and Veda, science of knowledge. Thus, Ayurveda translates to knowledge of life. Based on the idea that disease is due to an imbalance or stress in a person's consciousness, Ayurveda encourages certain lifestyle interventions and natural therapies to regain a balance uh, between the body, mind, spirit, and the environment. What the and hell I, does any of that mean? Uh, well, Jared, let me let me tell you. Uh, so Ayurveda treatment begins with an internal purification process, uh, followed by a special diet, herbal this remedies, like BS. massage therapy. To an American, I would say it sounds like BS, but I, I kind of buy into this, actually. Uh, it just all sounds like fluff words at this point. But it's, I don't think it is fluff words. I think we the term we would use would be health and wellness. I think that's mm. how the Western world would describe this. Like this, this to me is like uh, spa plus a healthy diet, basically. Like spa, yoga, and a healthy diet. Okay. You know, uh, uh, self-care, Jared. As, as sure. We're, it's 2021. We need to definitely have some self-care. Sure. Um, but I like this. So, so the idea, though, Jared, of Ayurveda is the concept of universal interconnectedness. The body's constitution, uh, in Sanskrit they call it, and I'm sure I'll butcher this, um, prakriti, and life forces, doshas, are the primary basis of Ayurvedic medicine. Goals of treatment aid the person of eliminating impurities, reducing symptoms, increasing resistance to, to disease, which I would say an ounce of prevention is uh, better than a pound of... Uh, oh, what's the saying, Jared? I'm trying to... Th- that's the saying. Like an ounce of prevention is better than um, a pound of like reaction or something. Anyways... Um, so yeah, so basically, uh, so it eliminates impurities, reducing symptoms, increasing resistance uh, to disease, reducing worry. That's something I think you and I could both uh, uh, have. Increasing harmony in life. Herbs and other plants, including oils and common spices, are used extensively in Ayurvedic treatment. I think, Jared, what you're thinking right now is, what is this hippy dippy crap? And I don't believe in any of it. Am I right, or am I putting words in your mouth? Mm, you're kind of putting words in my mouth. I'm just listening. I'm wondering why you're telling me this more than anything, to be honest with you. Well, I'm telling you this because it's a different uh, health cultural practice. I'm just confused. I just don't get it. I, I guess you're right. Yeah, you're right. I just, don't, I, like, I, just like, I just don't understand what's being solved here, you know? Well, I think what's being solved with it is, I mean, it, to me, it seems like it, it's just taking a lot of aspects of Western medicine that we separate, right? So what I mean is, you know, uh, like mental health. 
when when we think of mental health, I don't know about you, but I don't group that really as the same thing as like taking care of your body. Even mm-hmm. though mental health is also part I, of taking yeah, care of your body. I hear you, but I think mm-hmm. I would. Okay. I think um, I would because I but, think, the, yeah. Right. But see, I, I like the idea, though, of Ayurveda about, you know, um, about getting rid of impurities. I mean, just think of, and I myself, you know, I eat a lot of food that's not healthy. I'm sure mm-hmm. there's plenty of chemicals and impurities in there and in turn in my body that uh, probably shouldn't be there. Um, I just like this idea of the interconnectedness of uh, your mind, your body, your spirit, all of that stuff. Uh, and it seems, you know, that it's it's more it's more natural. It's more about, you know, what you're eating. Are you meditating? Are you doing yoga? So it's also about, you know, being active. Uh, and so I don't know. But what's interesting, though, about Ayurvedic medicine, Jared, is it now is actually being uh, – there's no like state licensing in the U.S., but the practice is actually growing more in the U.S., and it's now even being researched at uh, some different universities and medical institutions. So it will be really interesting to see how some of this ancient Indian medicine, how, how we can use a lot of the knowledge of the past and use that to help us grow as, you know, grow in terms of like better technology, better medication, and hopefully healthier stuff, you know, so we don't have to watch commercials anymore that say, and the side effects include diarrhea, fever, headache, you know, and you have that long list of, of all the side effects. You know, I think whenever we can try to solve some health issues in a more natural way with less medications and chemicals, the better, but I'm sure that's where I just lost the majority of our American <laughs> listeners because that's just what we've been, I think, conditioned to, to do. You know, you go to the doctor, they prescribe a medication, you go to the pharmacy and you take your pill and you're good, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, I'm happy to eat my words uh, on, on on the idea of ar- whatever you call that. I'm going to butcher the word. Are you medic sounding? Uh, I, I, Ayurvedic, I think. Is Ayurvedic yeah. sounding foolish. I'm happy to eat my words. I'm, you know, I'm not married to my opinions. And, you know, it's good to, it's okay to reevaluate our opinions too. Thank um, you. But, but the tricky thing about Ayurvedic medicine though, Jared, is unlike, you know, uh, our, you know, standard medicine in the West, especially, we have specific you know, certifications, we have boards, we have all these different things, you know, standards basically, right? Whereas, uh, at least what I've been reading, there is no like set standard for Ayurvedic medicine. So that does make it a bit more difficult to be quote unquote legitimate if there isn't like agreed upon standards, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But I'll be curious to see in the future, you know, if if this gains more traction. Uh, And I think, as I said, anything we can do to help our, our fellow, um, you know, brothers and sisters health and everything else. I think that's great. I will also say, Jared, the last thing I will say about health is the last I do thing. think a lot of us take our health for granted, myself included. You know, I, I mean, I'm sure you remember probably the last time you had a cold and I always have the thought like the, when I, when I'm sick and it's just like, Oh, if I could just go back two days, rewind the clock two days. to when I was healthy and quote unquote normal again, you know? Um, so don't take it for granted. Yeah, I mean, I think this pandemic is a perfect example of how much we here in the U.S. take health for granted. Definitely. Definitely. You know, Jared, but uh, I'm really curious to hear if any of our listeners out there have some other health remedies they'd like to share with us. I would uh, definitely love to hear some. Uh, But I would say, as we always say at the Untranslatable Podcast, the number one key, Jared, is... 
I have no idea. Stay hydrated. I thought oh. you were going to get it. Stay hydrated, people. <laughs> uh, I, I would say that's the one medical advice I feel comfortable giving to people. Stay mm-hmm. hydrated out there. Um, yeah. So I think I think we've covered it today, Jared. I mean, I'm sure there's more we could discuss rela- related to healthcare and uh, health remedies and different cultures and everything. But I think for today's purposes, I think we've uh, we've covered it. So, so are you ready to get the get the music going for me real quick? Sure. What music? What What do you mean? The outro music, my man. Oh, oh wait. Okay. What am I doing? We have a. Well, we'll save the song of the pod for the next episode. Too late. <laughs> That's right. The music's already started, Jared. We can't you go back. By now. the way, you don't have to tell me to get the music going. If you start doing the the outro, I'll know to play the music. How dare you? Well, I started to do the outro and I wasn't hearing the music. That's why I said. Something. Uh, yeah. Well, to be fair, you did skip a whole thing that you made a point to send me a song. So. Uh, right. Right. Yeah. That's. <laughs> that's I would have caught on pretty quick. That's my own fault. Anyways, everybody, let us know what health remedies you have and uh, or what your culture uses to, uh, you know, help the headache, tummy ache, what have you. If it's uh, some Slivovica in the Czech Republic, if it's uh, some hot water in China, some lemon and tea in Louisiana, let us know at untranslatablepodcast at gmail.com. You can slide into those DMs on Twitter, untranslatable1, the number one. Also check us out on Instagram, Untranslatable Podcast. Once I get that uh, dash cam in the van, hopefully we can bring you some cool stuff as well. So check that out. And uh, lastly, please, five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. Let us know how we can make this podcast better for you. So as we say here at the Untranslatable Podcast, Yekuyame, muchas gracias, chiche, and dosvidanya. Put some Windex on it, Jared. I certainly remember the importance of Windex in that movie, but I didn't realize that they were using it for medical health remedies. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Who needs Windex when you can have dried gecko and seahorses, Jared? That's true. That's true. That was was hard to look at, the geckos. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, trust me, dude. It was it was uh, quite a shock walking into some of these places because you could see some of the uh, traditional stuff, um, and and that is one unfortunate thing about traditional Chinese medicine is it has caused a lot of species to go either hmm. extinct or endangered um, because they use a lot of really rare um, body parts of different animals. Uh, I know certain monkey species have been basically extinct because of it, uh, turtles, all sorts of stuff. Uh, That's a real bummer. Thanks. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, there's always a...